This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with Rodri Davis about his fantastic new album, Devoir Denis. The album features 15 short tracks for solo harp, and you'll hear three of those tracks in this episode. Rodri speaks about how he made the album during one of the COVID-19 lockdowns, harp tuning systems and techniques, and how the pieces engage and unsettle minimalist practices. My name is Rodri Davis. I'm from Aberystwyth. I live in Abertawe, or Swansea. Uh, I'm a harpist, uh, improviser, and sometimes composer. the first track from my solo album Devoir Denis and uh, that was recorded in January 2021 uh, during a lockdown and I was homeschooling the children quite intensely so it was quite a challenging time and um, 
the record came about because uh, it was kind of the last thing on my mind to do anything creative at the time because my blood pressure was uh, sort of sky high trying to learn long division and teach teach it to my kids. But um, uh, a label got in touch and asked for a, um, a recording and um, it was kind of impossible because I was sort of tied up um, every day of the week with the kids practically and um, my wife kindly took them for two days um, out of the house so I had a bit of silence and I recorded this album, um, sent it to the label and then they decided they didn't like it. <laughs> so after all that, all that bother, I, I, you know, I would never have um, put myself through it um, otherwise. But anyway, I, I suddenly realised, well, actually, I have got an album here, and I, I like it, so I'll just put it out on my own label, and uh, that's how it, that's how it came about. During lockdown, I, I did a few, few things as, as well as sort of trying to teach my kids, um, home, homeschooling. I was also trying to learn some new stuff, and uh, my kids' uh, friends speak Polish. So it would be really nice to try and learn a bit of um, Polish over during the lockdown on Duolingo, so I could say a few words to them. Um, and that's that's kind of why all these uh, track titles are in in Polish. So, so basically, the title of the album is is translated as Two Days," because um, those were the two days I had to to record the album. And also, I I sort of uh, took the opportunity because I I was never sort of at home often enough to to do a sort of a course or anything. So I took a, a course by the amazing uh, medieval harp expert Bill Taylor on the Robert A. Pugh manuscript. So I guess um, this this label that asked me were, uh, they, they kind of liked a, a previous solo album of mine called An, An Air Swept Clean of All Distance. Um, so I never really do this usually. I, I kind of, my, my solo projects are just new explorations and I do it because I want to do something new. But they were sort of saying, oh, we really like that album. Can you do something in a similar vein? Which, you know, I, I couldn't repeat myself. So it was the same harp that I play on that album. So it's a li little lap harp, um, very limited, you know, no no possibility of chromatic changing unless you, you tune them manually. Um, and I like that sort of, um, I like the fact that it's the cheapest harp you could possibly buy because um, the harp is, you know, has a lot of connotations of a very sort of, privilege and ex expensive uh, instruments so the cheapest one and then the limited um, possibility with with the amount of strings and no chromatic uh, possibilities during performance um, really is a challenge um, and often with with that um, harp I, I with an album called wound response I overplug the strings and the strings snap during the performance and I'm left with even less strings than I, I started with um, so it's the same it's the same harp um, but as I was um, learning a lot of the sort of techniques from the Robert Appiu manuscript, um, which is this incredible, um, it's probably the, it's the oldest uh, surviving harp music uh, written down from Europe, um, and it happens to come from North Wales. And it was in this sort of unique tablature, which has been really difficult to um, decipher. I was, yeah, so some of those techniques can be, can be sort of heard on the, on the album, because I was sort of sneaking them in, into my improvisation. And also the tuning. So in, in the back of the book, there are all these sort of um, alternative tunings for strings. That's what I, I, I understand them as. You can see a C, D, E, F, G scale going up, and then these different uh, different notes that you tune the, the, those particular strings to. 
So all all these pieces on the album are in those different tunings that I found at the back of the book. Um, there's kind of like a, a table of um, all these different different techniques, and a lot of them are sort of preoccupied with damping. So you would uh, pluck a string, for instance, with a with a, a finger and damp that uh, note that you've just plucked when uh, as you were playing the next note. Also, there's a sort of like a triplet a sort of rep repetition of a note which um i kind of kind kind of uh sort of wove into one of the pieces on the on the album um and then kind of sort of like um what some techniques that you would consider sort of contemporary harp um techniques where you sort of go back and forth quickly um uh, with a with a nail and and of course these these um old uh, robert up pieces would have been played by the nails rather than the pad of the, the fingers as contemporary harpists usually play. So I was growing my nails and you can hear sometimes the sort of the, the nails um, hitting the the other strings while I'm playing and, and it, it became really it's unbearable for me because I've always had very short nails and um, I was um, often playing plucking the note above the one I was aiming for because my nail was catching the note above and um, it was driving me absolutely insane so I had to get, I had to cut them in the end. Yes, yeah, so we're going to hear uh, track four now, and I'm not. I'm not going to try and pronounce the um, the the titles because even though I I did about a two years of trying to learn Polish, I I'm still a novice, and I don't want to offend anyone with my mispronunciations. I don't know. I, it wasn't something I consciously did, but um, I I just love um, Mark Fell's music, and I I sort of was listening a lot to his music, and it was the only. Um, only kind of event that kind of happened during lockdown somehow when, when something opened up. I, I was supposed to play uh, in Austria with him for, in one of his pieces, but um, that was sort of kind of uh, impossible. So I ended up going up to his house, which was kind of a, a monumental sort of uh, emotional experience, having been locked in my house for so long. And this was the kind of being welcomed into another family um, home. It was amazing. But um, yeah, so I was listening to, to a lot of his music. And I think it subconsciously came out. And, you know, obviously to try and play kind of electronic music on, on the harp has always been one of my sort of like uh, interests, you know, electronic sounding uh, music on an acoustic instrument. So um, this sort of kind of repetitive and dampening sort of thing is kind of like some sort of like stuttering or repetitive, um, you know, I'm not, not going to call it, it's too, too grand to call it techno. Or minimal techno or something, but you know it's an attempt, possibly somewhere there, to to get that f that feeling um, in harp music because a it's it's kind of a perverse challenge that I enjoy, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and I think on a couple of those trans uh, a couple of those tracks, um, it sort of gets gets close to that I think, but uh, you know I might be wrong. <laughs>
on one of the albums, uh, so my solo albums, Telling Round, which um, translates as Horsehair Harp, um, I was kind of really sort of immersing myself in sort of Welsh folk music sessions and sort of not not necessarily learning the tunes particularly, but just going in, in there as an improviser and um, improvising along as, as some sort of intervention, but sort of soaking up all this sort of like... Um, this sort of Welsh folk tradition in a way, and um, and then learning the Robert Up Hughes stuff, sort of just because I was interested in this sort of subconscious um, sort of stuff, perhaps feeding into the improvisation, um, and yeah, so there are these little sort of little flourishes at the beginning or the end, which might happen, you know, on a on a triple harp uh, where you have these repetitive notes, um, going down or or. In Baroque music, where you have little flourishes that run down half, like like a little signature at the end, um, they they weren't something I was necessarily trying to aim for. They just popped up, <laughs> and a, you know, a couple of little fragments of Welsh folk melody would pop up randomly out of the, out of the blue. But um, that was kind of the interest because playing in these um, fantastic uh, scordatura, um, you know, different t- ways of tuning the harp that were found in the Robert Up it was kind of really interesting. Uh, it was very harp, very harp friendly, and it it's um, it was great to improvise with. And it, you know, I think it's a sort of fantastic resource of uh, it's going to keep me going for many years. <laughs> yeah. So all all the, all the pieces were completely improvised um, and spontaneous, and I d- I don't think I'd I'd be able to revisit them again. Um, funnily enough, I did a one of the first co- concerts back was in in Den Haag, and uh, the organizer. Had, Sort of similarly said, oh, I really like your an, an air. So, clean of all distance, can use kind of play that material, and it's it's really hard to revisit um, that because I kind of moved on from that. That tuning was a transition point before I got to these these tunings in the Robert W. manuscript. Um, so it was really hard to sort of go back to that, and I and I was stuck with it through the whole performance because I can't change the key <laughs> once I'm in it. So my only strategy was to snap some of the strings, and then um, it kind of, kind of got a bit more interesting. I know I know a lot of this music sounds like music that exists already in people's minds, like the, you know people compare it to you know some certain minimalist stuff or um, African some some parts of Africa music from some parts of Africa. But um, I th- that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm, if anything, I'm trying to disrupt that. So. If I ever get into some rep, uh, recognizable repetitive uh, figure, I, I I don't try and groove with it or keep the groove or keep it. I try and move it on or f- dismantle it or flip it over into another thing um, immediately, really, as soon as I'm aware of it. But I think the more I've been doing this, and especially with this album, maybe um, I didn't try and disrupt myself as, o- as often as I would have normally <laughs> because I was you know I, I was just in a different space and I was just playing a lot of it is just playing actually I think more generally I suppose I have had a dialogue with with the harp and um, throughout my sort of you know uh, 20 20 whatever years doing it and it's not necessarily been a sort of positive you know relationship you know it's been quite critical of, of the harp world and it's quite critical of um you know standard ways of doing things and also but also the positive thing sides although you know i'm sort of critiquing various things in the harp world 
um, there are so many possibilities for the instrument. So I'm sort of kind of, if anything, I'm just trying to f- sort of eke out new roles for the instrument and um, just excited by still by the potential that's inherent in that in that incredible, you know, res- resonating sound box and strings. Mm-hmm. 